0: Hello. Welcome to Pastor Wally Speaks on Family Life. Um, I'm really sorry about last week Tuesday, last week Thursday. um, For for reasons that were outside my control, I was just not able to um, come online. But but I'm here now, and today um, I'd like to talk about a subject which is growing in importance, even in our uh, circumstances in Nigeria, in Africa. And that is preventing child abuse preventing child abuse Uh, the number of abused children is 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 simply staggering across the world today and the trend is going global Um, child abuse is not something that can be swept under the carpet and it it is far more common than most people dare to imagine Um, so so Uh, What can be done? Um, Let me say something else. Um, Abused children are very often traumatized for life. I will call to mind some of the instances that have happened in the church where priests abused young boys when they were children, and those young boys' lives were never normal again. It's a very difficult thing to to help to get a child to recover from the trauma of child abuse there really has to be a timely intervention in in preventing the abuse Uh, sorry i forgot to turn the tv off so there really has been intervention to prevent um, the abuse of children Um, now child abuse takes many forms there can be physical abuse um, Where children are beaten beaten tortured um, and and these these are not uncommon not at all Um, you you know uh, there are cases even in nigeria where children have been accused of witchcraft and beaten or tortured um, and and these are really very very difficult situations to be able to deal with so there's physical abuse Just as dangerous is mental abuse. Uh, You will not find physical scars, but the child can be psychologically abused. The child can be intimidated, caused to fear. Um, So, so we mustn't regard mental abuse as a lesser form of child abuse. It's just as as dangerous. And in many cases, even more dangerous um, than, than the other forms of abuse. There's emotional abuse, um, and then there's sexual abuse. Um, sexual abuse probably is more common these days than a lot of others, but physical, mental, emotional, sexual abuse. And in today's age, child slavery... Is becoming far more prominent and I, and I tell you it occurs in far more cases than we imagine um, just take the case of uh, a child that is sent by their parents to to work in a person's house you're paying the child nothing you give the parents something every month that child is a slave okay it might not sound nice that child should be in school that child should not be doing the kind of heavy housework the child is being given and you treat the child as if you own the child that child is a slave okay and 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 you know there are in this generation many children that have become sex slaves it sounds harsh but they're 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 enslaved to earn money for their master or mistress um, by engaging in sex Okay. Um, now abuse is generally propagated by people who have regular access to the child such as parents step parents um, other relations domestic servants teachers and even friends so don't look for strangers. When a child shows the symptoms of abuse, it's going to be somebody who is regularly around them. I, I say parents, and people find it very, very difficult to imagine that parents would be abusive to their children. But I know of real instances where, for instance, a man had got three of his daughters pregnant. Okay, A father got three of his daughters pregnant. That is nothing short of abuse. That's sexual abuse. So it, it's um, um, absolutely uh, essential to recognise that it's people that are close to a person that are generally the abusers. Um, I, I've said a lot of the time we find that it is people that are very um, uh, people that are that have close proximity take that relation that lives in your house he is a brother or a cousin to the parents and so he lives in the house and it is just expected by the parents that being a relation and being one that is benefiting from staying with the family he would not engage in in abusing the children. So he's a trusted relation and that is the kind of person that, that can take off abusing a child. Okay, so um, access to children has to be controlled. Parents should ha- control the access that people have to their children. Now, in today's world, many children um, want to go sleepover at a friend's house and often a lot of children get together they're probably friends in the same class at school and so they arrange a sleepover in one of the children's houses don't let your children go for sleepovers unless you know the family in whose home the sleepover is happening you must know them well enough to know that your child will be safe that your child will be no less safe in their custody than your child would be under your custody children get up to all sorts of things and so it's important that that you control the access of people to your children okay. parents Also, have to recognize the signs that a child is being abused if you do spend time with your children and a lot of parents unfortunately do not if you do spend time with your children you will discover that your children you discover if your child is going through an abusive situation Um, for instance Children that are abused are often restless, okay, they are often restless. They may have eating or sleeping disorders, okay, this is, um, it comes with the territory. If you notice your child is not sleeping as well as they should, there's something behind it. Because most children sleep very well, okay, I'm talking about children in their first ten or early teens. And so if a child stops sleeping well, um, there's something going wrong. Um, suicidal thoughts. If a child ever confides in you and says anything that suggests that the child may be thinking of taking their own life, uh, it's something that must be investigated carefully, sensitively. Okay? Um, now, the, the other thing is a child begins to bed, west, bed wet a child that had overcome bedwetting and stopped bedwetting suddenly starts bedwetting again it's a it's a sign that there's something going wrong in the house um, I, there's one uh, child that um, was abused now let me give you the story very quickly the the father of the house waited till his wife had gone off to work he wasn't working waited till his wife had gone off to work and then he would... Watch porn videos with his house help and have sex with her, okay, but she was a young girl that had been sent for a village, so in a sense, she probably would be described as a as a slave, okay She was working in this house, and her parents were being paid for for her services. Uh, one day, the mother was in, and um, the the her son, the mother's son, the family's child, went and kissed her sister on the lips and so she she called her and said where did you learn to do this you call the son where did you learn to do this oh I was taught by the house help and uh, so she interrogated the house help and discovered what had been happening under her roof for quite some time that she didn't know about that that's an abusive situation where the child was being abused by the house help, the house help was being abused by the father of the house Um, so there will be signs that abuse is taking place. And it's important as as you see these signs to to investigate. Investigate. You will get to the bottom of it. But you've got to be you've got to be watchful. You've got to I, I, I think um, maybe it's 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 a good thing for parents to assume that something is wrong and then be proved wrong and find that it's everything's okay. Um, But so, if you assume that somebody must be doing something, I mean, I I, I know some house help will just touch young girls in in sensitive places, and you know, um, once that happens, that house help must go. Okay. Um, So learn to recognize the signs, um, and there will be signs. There'll be a change of behavior. There'll be there'll be something that'll give out the fact that something is going wrong. The other thing is, you must spend quality time. Quality time with your children. Um, If you don't spend quality time with your children, you won't be able to recognize any changes in their behavior um, because you're not spending time. You don't actually recognize their behavior. So I would say, spend quality time with your children, okay? Um, It's not good enough to see them first thing in the morning when everybody's rushing to go off to school and last thing at night when they've probably gone to bed and you just pop in, hello. um, You've got to spend time with them. You've got to make time. And and, and one of the things that is good with young children is for parents to play with their children, horsing around with their children, playing with their children. That, that, That bonds you. And that bond can be very important in allowing them to share confidences with you that they probably wouldn't have done otherwise. Okay. So, um, quality time, quality time with your children. Your child will tell you about abuse, but you may not hear. So, listen to your child, especially in between their sentences. So, many children have their own way of trying to let you know something is happening. Um, They may not spell it out, but listen to what isn't said, what is there in between their sentences. Um, now, Now, another thing is that there is a very strong tendency that parents will not believe their children. Parents will not believe their children, partly because they don't want to accept what is happening to their child and also because the finger may point to a trusted person you you can't imagine the number of cases in which a father has been abusing his children and the children tell the mother and the mother does nothing because she just wants to hide under a stone and let it pass, she doesn't she cannot confront her husband with the situation okay if a, if, a, if a man is particularly sexually abusing his children and the mother can't confront it, she has to bring people in to the situation that will confront him okay um, and I know that I know that the marriage could be threatened by such a circumstance what type of marriage is it where abuse like that can continue? Um, It, um, because the mother one, does not is not prepared to do anything about it. Okay. If the finger points at a trusted person, follow the finger. Okay. You you need to get that person, watch the person, and then confront the person. Okay? And and, and that person may not or may have have lost the right to continue to live under your roof. And to be honest with you, sexual offences, abuse against children are so serious in my view that you probably ought to report the matter to the authorities. Now, one of the challenges that we have is that most abusers threaten the child with severe consequences. I've heard of cases where a relation or a domestic staff is abusing a child at home and tells the child that if you ever report this to your father or your mother, um, somebody will die. So the children are so frightened. They don't want either of their parents to die. And they've been told that if they do, this is what's going to happen. And, and so they, they, they keep it away from their children. You, you need to be able to make your children understand that anything that is out of ordinary, and you know, you can teach even little children, very young children, who who you can't talk about sexual abuse to, you can teach them through... through um, if somebody touches my nose, that's okay. But this is my private part, nobody should touch this I tell my parents, these, these are things that children should just be taught <coughs> excuse me in the normal course of, 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 of life um, so abusers will often threaten children um, with something with, with dire consequences if they were ever to report the abuse and this is the way they're able to keep the children um. again today many children are groomed they're groomed on the internet for sexual abuse. So it's vital that a parent is able to restrict the sites that their children can visit. And, and, and you know, um, that this just becomes a lot more difficult as technology um, improves, children are able to get around it. But you know, as they get around it, you can also get around them. So so just just make sure that they don't visit sites. And grooming children, I mean, the first thing is people send photographs and ask the child to send photographs of their private parts and things like that. These, these are uh, things that should raise an alarm, you know, but the child would not understand. So um, watch what the child is watching on the Internet. Physical, sexual, emo- emotional, or mental abuse is sometimes perpetrated by other children. So it's important to watch your children's interactions with other children. You know about the school bully. The school bully um, takes delight in bullying people that aren't able to fight back. Okay. Um, in the same way, um, you, you have a lot of sexual abuse coming from children, uh, other children. Um uh, sexual abuse, physical abuse, uh, and, and except you take time to talk to the children, it's almost impossible to detect. You know, what happens is a child goes into a shell, can't talk to other children, can't tell the teacher because they're afraid of the consequences, and at home, um, they, they, they're not sure whether parents would believe them or whether parents would take any steps and so on and so forth. Um, So that's, that's important. Watch the interaction of your children with other children. Okay. Um, and you can pick up if abuse is taking place. There is a thin line that separates physical punishment from domestic violence. It is important that physical punishment is avoided as much as possible in favor of other methods of punishment, which can be more effective. Let me, um, this is somebody told me this himself, what he did when he thought his daughter, who was in her mid-teens, had done something that was very, very serious. Maybe she'd gone out on a date with a boyfriend, whatever. Um, He would rub pepper into her private. okay that is nothing short of gross physical abuse and i think sexual abuse comes into the picture as well um, so people do all kinds of things um you know he probably did this expecting that she would never want this type of punishment again but can you imagine what that girl must have gone through for some time um so it's it's uh, it's it's important to understand that there's a line that, that differentiates between justifiable physical punishment and domestic abuse or sexual abuse. Okay, uh, so it's it's important to to think out punishment very carefully, think it out, think it through, um, and and don't don't meet out physical punishment in a hurry you know if you if you you know some people just punch a child um, and you could do that child a lot of damage because you didn't think it through you just acted on the spur of the moment what the child did was very annoying but you just went and hit the child or you slapped the child and you can't imagine what damage you could cause that you never intended i think i said this in the last episode we had, that the father just took off his belt to beat the child, but he, he held on to the, the, the other end of the belt and the buckle, took out the child's eye. Okay, That was unintended and, and the father would regret that for the rest of his life, but the damage is done. If he had calmed down, considered what he would do, called the child, you did this, that, and the other and so these are the consequences this is the punishment you're going to get that would have worked a lot better Um, now as you know there's the saying prevention is better than cure so i'm going to give a few steps that parents can take to prevent child abuse there should be rules rules for play play in the bedroom play in the bathroom rules that set parameters for play because sometimes play can become sexual, okay? So I'm talking about house help and giving the child a bath. There must be rules, okay? The children, the, the, everybody knows what the rules are and um, you abide by the rules, you make sure they abide by the rules because this will prevent abuse. The, the, there should be rules about touching so that private parts of the children are out of bounds. They are known to be out of bounds. Yes, I do agree that nannies will have to change nappies, but you're dealing with babies. And even then, the rules must be very clear so that everybody knows that they must not violate them. Here's another thing that would help. Correct names should be taught the children for their private parts. Because what happens is when people use nicknames, not everybody understands what they're talking about. So a child may be saying, um, um, let me just use a a random one, so, 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 um, put his John Thomas in my mouth. You don't know. You may not know. It could be a name that has been contrived by the abuser. Um, But if you teach a child, this is a penis, this is my vagina, Those things um, help you to detect when something is going wrong. So children should be taught the correct names um, of of private parts so that they know um, when somebody is doing something that they shouldn't be doing. Um, They should also be taught to report violations. They should be taught to report violations of their private space. It's critical it is important um, they tell their parents and, and so th- this means that parents need to be more approachable parents need to be much more approachable and when we talk about abuse of by parents this is more difficult to deal with particularly where the abuse is sexual I mentioned this a little bit earlier there are now more regular cases of sexual abuse by parents including parents getting their teenage children pregnant and then procuring abortions for them a child going through an abortion is a very nasty thing it, it, it shouldn't have to happen to a child A, a an, an old enough woman having to have an abortion is bad enough because there are going to be emotional uh, consequences so when a child is put through that when a father puts his child through that because of the stigma he will obviously get if his child is known to be pregnant and if it is suspected that he was the the perpetrator Um, then nobody other than parents should spend unsupervised time with children Many, as I said before many cases of abuse are perpetrated by relations who live with the family he's a trusted member of the family, he's a an uncle to the children, or an aunt, she's an aunt to the children. I know one young man who was abused from the age of seven, by two aunties, from the age of seven, till he was about 14, he was sexually abused. Now, most people say it's impossible to sexually abuse a child that is seven years old, but but it is very possible. The consequence, after after the abuse stopped at at about the age of 14, It seemed as if everything was over and that's the end of the story, but it wasn't so. The the consequence was that when he got married, if his wife just touched him, he would flinch. Why? Because he was recalling the, uh, the time of the abuse. It had created something in him that made him flinch whenever a female touched him, and not necessarily a sexual touch. So that was the consequence, and that consequence became a threat to his marriage. So I, I want to be clear, um, be careful with people that live in the house, um, even relations, and unsupervised contact with your children. Okay. I know relations who have lived, even in, in our home, and have been wonderful, and nothing ever went wrong, okay. um, they, they were a blessing. So I'm not suggesting by any means that all relations are bad. However, watch out. That's all. Just be watchful to ensure that you've not got one of the ones that will be a problem for you. Um, Now, when parents place their children in homes in return for money, excuse me, let me just deal with somebody who's trying to call me. When people place their children in homes um, in return for money, there is nothing. Short, this is nothing short of slavery. I talked about people putting very young children into somebody's home and then collecting money every month from the, the, the person. This is slavery, um, and I understand we, we 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 live in a situation in which almost half of our population is living in abject poverty, and so. People are looking for all man, m- means of being able to sustain their lives. And so they feel, well, this child is going to be working, but somebody is going to feed this child. This child is not going to be a burden on me. We must avoid it as much as possible. Don't do it. And, and the way to stop it is not, is at the demand end. Okay, The supply will always be there as long as there's a demand. But if we can deal with the, the demand you're not asking for somebody who is going to come in to live in your house for cheap i mean i mean you want to see some of the things you see you see some of these children carry pails of water that that weigh more than they weigh okay so this is this is um and children of school age should be sent to school they should not be kept as domestic servants Though they may have been sent to your child to your home as, as servants, they should be treated humanely, not as slaves, and as much as possible get a school for them to go to. Do your bit to give back to society.